This is the EPLOG audio experience. Experiences are valuable. They either become interesting stories or lifelong lessons. Welcome to Voice of Achievers, a podcast that captures the lessons in these stories and the emotions within such experiences. My name is Yashika and I talk to passionate individuals from diverse fields as they share their journey, their disappointments, their motivations. What did they experience? How could they have done better? Can we, the listeners, benefit from their stories? Well, let's find out. It's not easy to shift base to a different country. It requires reskilling and restructuring. It takes effort and hard work to manage almost two full-time professions simultaneously. Ms. Parinda Joshi navigated the challenges of starting from scratch in an unfamiliar milieu as she moved from Ahmedabad to Los Angeles. She leads growth analytics for a startup in the fashion industry and has published three fiction novels, Life from London, Power Play and Made in China, which was adapted as a motion picture in 2019. She has also contributed stories for several online publications like GQ India and the South Asian Times New York. She talks to us today about the challenges of being a professional, finding her feet as a writer and managing dual roles as both a writer and a professional. Welcome to the show, Parinda. Thank you so much, Nyashika. So you're both a writer and you oversee growth operations at a startup. Both jobs equally consuming and you've been publishing books frequently. Now tell us about the discipline that it requires to be both. I think passion is the key. When you really want something, you'll find ways of doing it. It's a lot like love. Having said that, for day jobs, time needs to be carved out and exclusive. They do require commitment, whereas passion projects require just passion. They do take a back seat. Somehow, and it isn't always feasible to set aside time routinely for the things you want. Even then, I try to steal moments from my day to write. I've sacrificed many nights to writing. I've opted out of many events, dinners, movies, outings. And I'm a very social person, which makes it hard. You have to have an ultimate goal for these projects in mind. Mine is to have fun. So I keep it sort of free-flowing and fluid. And the reality at the end of the day is that there is no such thing as having it all. That's just a myth. It boils down to how badly you want it. You just have to pivot now and then and go full steam ahead when time permits. I think that's really the key. Could you talk to us a little more about uh, there's no such thing as having it all? I mean, can you just elaborate on that? Absolutely. So um, let's say the next three months are really busy work-wise. And I also have this unrealistic plan of finishing a new novel that I'm working on now. That I'm setting myself up for a very uphill task. It's it's challenging right from the get-go because I've set up deadlines for both these things that may or ne- may not pan out that way, right? So being a little more flexible on one of the things, if you have the ability to do that, then you not 
disappointing yourself because when you want it all together that's when you have you know larger than life expectations and then you move your life around crazily to kind of accommodate both of those whims figure out where you absolutely have to stick stick to deadlines and look at the other areas where you have a little more you know leeway and then roll with it that way you can still have it but not all at the time uh, and the place of your convenience fair enough but then talking of challenges so you moved from ahmedabad in india to los angeles found mm-hmm. work there found your feet as a writer tell us about the challenges during this transition so you know when you're a new transplant there's a lot to figure out you have to navigate a new milieu you have to learn the rules you have to figure out which way the pendulum swings you have to figure out where you fall on the spectrum for me it was all you know exciting and nerve-wracking as well one of the initial hurdles was that the company that i worked for first was in the entertainment industry and a large number of employees were sales and marketing folks from very different backgrounds than mine unlike in the software industry where you come across a lot of indian folks too i was the only indian in the company and i felt like i had to create my identity all over again and i went for it but also at a deeper level over the course of time something within me changed i found my voice i'd lived a very sheltered life in india with my family and when i moved in with my husband here in the us he's an overachiever of sorts and his ambition dropped off on me initially and for the first time i had a lot of independence i was making my own decisions i had time to explore think and it felt like i was unlocking a whole new world of opportunities in a way the challenges in the end gave way to bright new experiences and um, i guess that's my immigration story <laughs> you said you were the only indian and you ultimately ended up finding your voice uh how do you find your voice in that when you're the different one or maybe the odd one out in that space and that you know it's not easy because initially when you when you move to an environment like that right off the bat uh the biggest thing is the cultural shock i didn't grow up on the movies and the tv show that they grew up on i didn't have all the hiking stories and the camping stories i think what was really missing was the common link and when when that's missing you suddenly go into a shell because when you're in a group after hours at a happy hour or just you know at a team event trying to bond and you don't share the same the same experiences when you don't it's kind of hard to blend in and so for a while it just freezes you but then as as i became more comfortable in my skin as i started sharing my stories and my experiences and i i you know i noticed that people were were take you know paying attention it it kind of it made me comfortable so that you know maybe i'm different but that's okay but that's okay those are all life experiences that um, you know that enrich us mhm oh. tell us about your experience in the startup i mean what were the challenges and what would you say are the two indisputable characteristics that one would require in order to survive professionally you know we're living in an era of unprecedented technological change right that's disrupting everything that we do and being in a tech startup in silicon valley it does come with its own set of challenges where you have to keep up to speed whether it's the technology it's machine learning artificial intelligence how we're looking at disrupting the marketplace all of that you also get to wear many different hats there's a lot to take in you know the metrics the amount of data churning the deep dives constantly connecting the dots 
it, it, it's really a very exciting place to be. And the two characteristics, I think, that are required in order to survive at a startup are one, willingness to learn, and two, the ability to evolve. You don't learn, you die here. Uh, and how do you how do you learn then? Uh, it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, mostly at all startups, I've noticed this, that the environment, it's a very conducive environment for learning. So there's a lot that they provide. And uh, there is, you know, school doesn't prepare you for the real world, right? So a lot of it is on the job learning. A lot of it is through webinars, through books that, through having guest speakers, through going to industry meetups. But at the end of the day, you have to figure out what is the challenge that you're trying to solve today and, and what are the tools and the technologies that are going to help you get there and do you need to learn everything or do you need to learn or pick up aspects of it and move on so if that's really the decision you make how deep do you want to go and how deep do you need to go and how much time do you have to to get it all up and running talk to us about some of your disappointments uh, what have been your takeaways my takeaways, and if I had to give this advice to somebody, I would say that a few years into your career, it's not the positions or compensation that'll keep you excited about the work you do. It's largely going to be the people you work with. So try to get a feel for the work culture, ask to meet with the teams you're going to be working with, do some research on Glassdoor or any such platforms. Because if you have the right team, both ways, the people you report to and the people who report to you, the sailing will be smooth, even if the road gets bumpy now and then. Great, great. Tell us lastly, what achievement means to you? It's a good one. Um, it's, you know, it's not a static thing. Um, at work, when I was younger, it meant a better title, a better package, more recognition. As you grow, your goals grow with you, right? Now, in addition to all of that, uh, it means being involved in innovation, it being uh, charting new territories, it means a, a conducive environment for growth, the right kind of exposure, being effective with your job, it means subject matter expertise, it means being a, it means being a good manager or being able to inspire someone. So it's, it's a combination of a lot of those things. Great. Uh, I, I just hope that uh, you continue. We just do whatever fulfills you and thank, thank you. you. Thank you for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for having me. The story doesn't end here. Parinda also talks about how she cracked her first deal as a writer and how she juggles two full-time careers as a writer and as a professional. Listen to part two of this episode right here at Voice of Achievers. Stay tuned. Keep listening. you for listening. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to Voice of Achievers and share the link with your friends. Tune in for brand new episodes every Sunday at 11am. Stay updated and stay connected by following us on Instagram at Voice of Achievers. You may also send us guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover with our guests by writing to us. Send out an email to editor at voiceofachievers.com with your name followed by your suggestion. Trust me, we are listening and we cannot wait to share more such voices to empower you.